Hello there, Liberty Kitty Cats, and you are hearing my voice right now for one reason and one reason only. That is to make sure that you realize that this is part two. This is the second part of Lions of Liberty episode 500. So if you've not heard... Heard? Heard. If you haven't heard, I'm not going to edit this. You know what? I'm not going to edit this. I'm going to let this thing fly. If you have not heard, (laughs) this is how much I love you guys or how much I don't care. You guys decide, but you're getting me raw and uncensored all throughout this thing because that's how I was on all of episode 500. Again, this is part two featuring many, many, many appearances from friends that that we have made over the years. Uh, A lot of it will be a lot of insider jokes, uh, inside talk and that sort of thing. But for For anyone who's been following us over the years, or even just started following us recently, frankly, I think you're going to absolutely enjoy this, but it is a direct extension of part one. Uh, So this basically picks off up right where part one left off. So I want to implore you, if you have not heard Lions of Liberty episode 500, part one, just tick back in your podcast feed. It is the last show before this one. And then come on back and listen. It's that simple. It's that fun. It's very fun. I hope you enjoy it. Namaste. empower people with not just the philosophical tool, but the inspiration to break free from the system. Welcome to the flagship Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly dose of education, inspiration, and real-world application from the top minds in the liberty movement. If you want liberty, we need to be better leaders, better husbands, better fathers, better friends, better businessmen. I need to jump off soon, too. And Rico's yawning. Who's coming in? So Dom Sody, I'll wave hi to Don. He can take my place. Dom. Dom. All right. Dom. I said Don. Right Dom. Dom Sedotti's coming in? I have, I have a Don Adani wow. that's a friend yes. of mine. This is a big surprise. This is a big surprise. He's been hey. waiting patiently behind Dom. the scenes. I have someone else also waiting behind the scenes. Wait, how did you know that? Did you see the, Am I still screenshot? Yeah. Anyway, Dom. One of the original lines. I'm still screen sharing this whole time. The snake. Yeah. Is in the Dom, house. I love you and what we do in the shadows. You're great in that. <laughs> Dom it's a te- Sody, one of the original lines. Uh, he's still muted. Mark, hey, Mark, he's still muted. When are you going to learn? He's still muted. That's the problem. We can't hey, even hear, we go. Hey, we can't hear you, Dom. Right. Hey, man. There he is. Sorry about that. Wow. Hey, I'm also going to bring in. I know this is a lot of thunder to steal, but I don't want to leave him in the waiting room any longer. I also have Johnny Adams, who I, I'm going to let in as well right now. Johnny Adams. The man, the myth, the legend. But while we wait for him to get onboarded, Dom, yeah. you know, what's up, man? You're one of hey, the Lions Liberty. Before yeah, we it's great to be back. Yeah, that was crazy. What was that about eight years ago? Nine years ago? 2012? Oh, my God. Has it been that long? It must be because it was seven years plus seven and a half for the podcast. <laughs> it would be funny. The website if, around 2010, 2011. It would be funny if Dom had been writing this whole time and, and posting our posts. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we yeah, just didn't know. He's just <laughs> going to the old site. and He's like, he's like, I don't know why these guys aren't talking to me. I'm not getting any emails yeah, Dom, anymore. Dom, Dom I offended Dom. them somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. You guys look great. You? What have you been up to? As, as do you. Thanks, man. You like the hair? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, long and luxurious. Trying to catch up to me, it seems. I'm trying, yeah. It's been you uh, look like a true. You look like one of the Sarnev brothers, those guys that bombed uh, Boston. That's <laughs> 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 what I'm it's going for. I appreciate that. We've known each other a long time. We're Allegedly. That's a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah, see? You can copy about it. Yeah. 
Nice, man. So everybody's married and has yeah, like I, I I just texted Claire I randomly. You, I think you led the led the way on this, Dom. You're the, might have been the first married one of all of us. Man, wow. In fact, yeah. you definitely were. Yeah. First married, first, I think what, first when you're kid. Twenty like one or something. Or maybe Rika was first with the kid. <laughs> I, was, I, I was thirty, but yeah. Thirty's the new twenty one. That's Dom. true. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thirty was the new twenty one because that's still the youngest person I know married, basically. Right, right. All right, Cody hold on. I got to show. I got to right? show you this because you look at Cody, Dom right now. I got to show you this Dom picture first. You were Dom got married Dom. first. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Hold on. This is what I was talking about. Can you guys see this? <laughs> <laughs> that this is, is what I'm... Dom looks like for what we what we do in the shadows. I he looks exactly like the the impaler or whatever character. You can see all, all of Brian's porn tabs. Open <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a million tabs on. Too much. Also too many work John tabs. Adams in the background. He has not um, initiated his microphone. He's still muted. If you can hear me, you're welcome to do that anytime, Dom. Uh, anytime, John. Whatever. Dom, but in the meantime, yeah. what's uh, what's your first memory of the Lions Liberty in general? You can talk about the podcast later, but I know there was a specific night. I don't. I have a vague memory of it, as all these things go. But yeah. uh, it was you, myself, Odie, Brian at the bar here in Los Angeles. There was yeah. arguing. There was foosball. There was uh, friendship. There was all those things. Uh, but to your, the best of your recollection. Recollection. I do remember a foosball fight. Yeah, definitely. We had a real one of the Papa shot. I think I was there. No, was, no, was this was a, this was. I remember it was. We were, right. It was definitely foosball. There might have been a Papa yeah. shot. The Papa shot was with Odie when I kept beating Odie badly, and Odie kept going double or nothing, and I think I took him for a hundred dollars. But anyway. <laughs> that Papa shot was not regulation. So, <laughs> so that's probably my first memory. Yeah. Um, well, we, I mean, there was no lines of liberty at that point. We were just trying to get everybody on the train. Yeah, we were just dudes, but right? in retrospect, yeah. it was the genesis right. of lines of liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I was, man, that, that was even longer. That was what, 09, 2010? Something like that. It was, yeah, was like Ron Paul. That was 08, yeah. I think, 08 or 07. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was out there for work. You guys all lived up there. Odermatt lived at, the point, at that point, right? You were in the mm-hmm. D- Inland Empire or whatever. Whatever horseshit. The beautiful <laughs> Inland Empire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, who decided to call that an empire, by the way? Like, how did that even happen? Uh, I think it's just I like no anybody. If you just live in, the, in a shitty area, you're like, well, I might as well spruce it up it's like what they call like yeah. uh you know like housing projects they're like vista view gardens and you're like oh Garden sounds Paris. nice <laughs> yeah it's where i mean it's where all the uh the trains come together with all the industry and manufacturing so <clears throat> who wouldn't that's, want to live there empire, i guess <laughs> you can you can meet hobos from around the united states <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's Johnny. He's unmuted now. Uh, All right. Johnny Adams is in the show. Johnny. Yeah. What's, what's up, going buddy? on, guys? Johnny. Happy what up, dude? 500th episode. Jesus Christ. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jesus Christ superstar. Johnny Adams, how are you, my man? It's been a oh, while. Oh, man. I'm, I'm doing, dude, I've been, I'm out Johnny here in Flagstaff. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad of, wait, what was the other show? Blast off. Blast there off. we go. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I, it's been a while. And but I'm yeah, man, I'm kicking them back. Flagstaff, and it's snowing, or it was snowing, and there's still snow out here in Arizona. Snow's there? Yeah, I know, right? Is that where you live, Flagstaff? No, no, I'm, I'm work up here. I mean, I've been up here like every day for a year, man. So Flagstaff just- is the one. When I moved to California, uh, a friend of mine that I, that I drove the whole road trip with, we stayed one night in Flagstaff, and it was one of the most insane blacked out drunk nights of my life that's, that's all i have to say that's, and yeah, i can't really tell you why i don't really remember no i don't remember we went to a bar and the guy handed us and it was the first time i ever had the uh arrogant bastard oh yeah, man i knows all about yeah, that's a I dark that's a dark place you go with that and me and my friend josh who was the partner on the road trip we saddled up to this bar and this guy's like 
hey man what you guys doing we're like oh we're just coming through town we're heading out to la he's like you ever had arrogant bastards i was like no not at all he's like come with me he brings us to the back of like it was like a bar but he had a fridge in the back and he for some reason walked us there or at least that's how my memory is recreating this i have no idea if it happened like this anyway he hands us two arrogant bastards and that's my last memory i can vividly remember the beer coming and sitting on the bar and then i remember waking up to him puking in the other room and like me oh, yeah. puking like it was just like that's the next memory 12 hours later was puking that's it. I, and the guy I, and the guy I, who I served you the guy who served you the, the arrogant bastard was walking around was your hotel room in a towel is that oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry guys i gotta wash my dick quick <laughs> not a lot of use <laughs> well i think Wait, I think arrogant bastard is before you move on. And then I got to, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to jump off at seven thirty hour time, Insane but for hours. arrogant bastard, I, I think was also what we were drinking at uh, the other room one time when you got yep. so drunk and then we left the bar and I don't know if it was the David Schwimmer sighting night, yes. but I do remember. Okay. So that was, <laughs> that was when that was Paul when Rico paid me $20 to ask David Schwimmer when the sequel to Paul Bearer. <laughs> Paul Bearer 2. Paul, when Paul Bearer 2 was coming up because I was a fan of the film. And then was and this he, the same night? And Mr. We, Schwimmer okay. was not thrilled with his comment. <laughs> but he was a gentleman about it nonetheless. and was on a date. And frankly, in, in retrospect, he handled it better than I might have. Yeah. It was like real funny. Real funny, man. Real funny. Yeah. Uh, but I was that, you know. I think immediately after that, didn't we walk out of the bar and then you tried to kick a, blo- a bottle of water and then just stepped on it and slipped and fell <laughs> straight down on your back? I mean, I believe Well, it. some some guy got like basically rock bottomed by a bartender onto the uh, <laughs> pavement sidewalk when as we were walking out. I don't know if you recall that, but it was pretty, uh, it sucked for him, but it was interesting for <laughs> that, us. Wow. That really sucked for him. Brian, do you remember when you slipped on that banana peel at Penn State? Yes! How insane was that? <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we, were, we were literally walking across the street to, like, that Mexican restaurant. And, yeah, I saw all of a sudden fucking whip, like, fall down hard on my ass. And I looked down. That was me. No, it was me. <laughs> Did you guys but both slip we were, on the same we banana? No, it was you. Now. It was Rico. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, it was Rico. How flawed you walking a mad max. I don't know. It's, it's hard to, after all these years to remember. Yeah, that's right. It was I thought that I started a podcast because I loved Johnny Adams' presidential campaign. This is how confusing memory is. Like I just, I know it's like <laughs> it blows over time. It's true. That was Rico that fell. That's a fact. I also, uh, did, I also once fell after we drank arrogant ambassadors on the street and hit my head. Though, so okay, that's what I remember. So uh, I also remember two memories that did occur into one. Yeah, yeah, mushing <laughs> together. I also, I, a fond memory of mine is when at Porkfest, so the first time we ever met uh, Johnny in person was at Porkfest like Pork Fest gone. It's just drunk stories now. It's like we've been uh, just, drunk yeah. stories. It's yeah. like we're free is, now. <laughs> yeah. Tom's and gone, it's okay. Dad's was gone, a blur, we can say Brian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> blur. A massive crazy, you were already so drunk, and we had the VIP access, so we just sat in the VIP room, drink, or the yeah, VIP tent drinking Yeah, let's get drunk, whiskey. unlimited alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and idea. I remember, I Lucky came times. in and triumphantly whooped the shit out of both you and Roger Paxton in arm wrestling. Just a vicious, and odor mat, three in a row, vicious beatdowns. I beat I beat Johnny though, so yeah, yeah, John beat yeah, you got me. I think I beat Mark and I beat Roger. Beat Roger. There you go. Okay. Well, that's we've got got a new guest. Everybody, we've got a new guest. Spangle didn't even he didn't even want he didn't want to even come near me. Spangle, 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 the devil. Speak of the guy, the spangly devil. Speak of the devil himself. Just appears. (laughs) 
We're just talking about pork fest and arm wrestling, Chris. I remember like Johnny, it. I rolled Johnny, out your car. Donnie Adams just conjured Chris Bengel. That was amazing. Uh, everybody comes in muted. Hold your on. Name and then you. Is Johnny appear. here. Yeah. Johnny's by phone not, here. Not, not visibly, but uh, yeah. Audibly. Johnny, yeah, sorry, my phone. You guys well, I, I'll, I never understood physics in high school, and then I arm wrestled Brian McWilliams with his giant arm, and physics just came into play, <laughs> and he got ripped my arm off, and that was just the beginning of it. The, the, the VIP tent never recovered from the booze. That oh, was my God. From the Lions no, they Liverpool. actually literally ended the VIP tended, tent after the last year we were there because it, it obviously become unprofitable to have that. <laughs> they didn't, they yeah. didn't know That's that. not a good idea, yeah. 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 I don't and understand you, how You don't even... give Lions Liberty a VIP tent. That's a, no. All I know That's is Brian idea. went into the bathroom and then came out and the mirror was shattered somehow. Oh, are we going to get to the mirror That, again? by the way, I remember that distinctly. <laughs> I was literally standing there pissing and the mirror fell off the fucking wall right next to me. Right next to me while I was pissing and I was like did my dick get cut no all right and I went about my day but then then if people thought the less of me because I you know if you're drinking heavy because we did our we tried to drink a handle of whiskey between two teams during a podcast and uh we got pretty like we got about halfway through the the I'll handle of whiskey I yeah that. I saw that was it. a bad idea I remember watching it, was, it. yeah that, that was, was a bad idea I'm gonna attempt have you heard about this Dom do you know we did a, a live whiskey challenge no, really? Way, yeah. I'm uh, teams of three, which is too few teams. That's Johnny, too few people to do um, it. Dom <laughs> here is the fourth original Lions of Liberty, and then something happened, but he's still alive, but something happened, and we don't even know what, actually. <laughs> and, but here he is. I got real vanilla and suburban and had three kids. And- he got really pale, had three well, kids. I have a question for Don real quick. I thought yeah. one of the reasons you couldn't, uh, you know, you had like a three-hour commute to work every day or something. It's, uh, yeah, it was two hours. And then and there's, now uh, it's three. Yeah, no, now there's this, there's the <laughs> COVID blessing. Away. Yeah. <laughs> so what, you, I mean, now you yeah. have zero hours of work. So I have, what's well, your time have, for podcasting? I have a shitload, <laughs> but I, I decided to fill it with something that would actually, you know, I was, I've been inspired by John Odermatt's thousands of posts today uh, that i see about having sources so of income in different streams oh my God. <laughs> yeah so my gut yeah my gut uh, flora is doing excellent and uh, <laughs> and i'm using those four hours to try to bring in some extra money doing some side consulting work and stuff uh, uh, i was gonna say are you a fisherman now because we you have a porthole in the wall behind you yeah. <laughs> are you on a boat right now are you a tuna fisherman <laughs> i loved you on big catch yeah i'm a sea i'm a sea currently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is is that a, a window? What is that? That's a, it's a mirror. Allie's got okay. you know. Um, I'm going to start calling guests randomly like that. now. It's, it's pretty much it's the guppy. Everyone's allowed in now. Every, yeah, let everybody. I'm going to check out, guys. So, yes. congrats to Mark God. on 500. I look forward to celebrating all of our 500s when we get there, and uh, I'll see y'all later. Bing bang boom. All right, later, man. Bye, Good seeing you. Actually, I can't technically because I'm the backup recording, hey, but wanna, I am going to close my camera and Brian, mute my microphone. do you want to say for one thing first? All right, I'll stay. If I'll, are you going to play me out? Since all the Lions Liberty are here, and since uh, Spangle and Johnny are here, this seems like a good time to share a little thanks. A little, you can screen share right, right now. I, I'm not speaking English words. You can see my <laughs> screen share, right? Yes. Yes, okay. you can. It seems like a good time for a little special hello I got. Oh, nice. Gentlemen, that might have helped inspire. Hello, and congratulations to the Lions of Liberty podcast for reaching 500 episodes. 
The Liberty Movement needs as many committed individuals as possible to spread our message of volunteerism and peace. 500 episodes proves to me that the Lions of Liberty are committed. Keep up the great work and always remember to have fun. <laughs> With the classic Rob well, That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, he's like committed. I'm like, yeah, you guys have been committed already. <laughs> I, ne- I never forget the have fun part. Howie literally never forgets that part. Four ninety nine. Yeah, not so much, but five hundred. Right. <laughs> Mark, play me out with a song. Which one? You pick. I, I, I sent you ten yeah. songs and also the Mr. Robinson's oh. Liberty Hoods. I think that's actually <laughs> the one. Okay, I got. I got to reshare the screen here now. Hold on, the whole thing. Yeah. And now I'm super drunk, so things are way harder than, than earlier. So <laughs> I think I did. Wait. Yeah. Here we go. This is the. Mr. Cross's Liberty Hood theme song. <laughs> Brian's little spinoff before he branched out into his own thing. It's gonna be fun. It's a beautiful day in this Liberty Hood. A beautiful day for a candidate. Would he be mine? Could he be mine? Okay. Oh, it's a Liberty Day in this Johnson Wood. A Liberty-ish day for a Gary. Would he be mine? Could he be mine? I've never wanted to have a candidate just like you. I've always wanted to have a real libertarian who's schooled. But let's make the most of this beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, would he be mine? Could he be mine? As long as he acts libertarian. Won't you please? Won't you please? Please, won't you be a principled libertarian? And his answer was, sometimes. <laughs> depending on how high Once I am. in a while. <laughs> You've got the weed. What I'm feeling, yeah. it, depending on All the All right. Situation. Well, thank you for wait, playing wait. me out. Before you leave, um, what happened with that special surprise? It was the Ron Paul thing, wasn't it? Uh, you know, the no, one that we done. talked about? It was done. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. No, no, no. <laughs> Is there another surprise? So, sorry, Rico. Jeez. No, no. <laughs> you were a wonderful surprise. Yeah, Ryan obviously forgot. For you. What's maybe the other special Tom surprise? Maybe it was Ron Paul. Is there another one? Am I forgetting one? Well, <laughs> apparently not. It seems like a big night. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. I, <laughs> I don't know if he's playing dumb or he's really this stupid. No, I'm really this stupid. I don't know. What you're no, talking. no, I'm not you, Brian. Mark. You wouldn't know because it would be surprising you. Oh, Brian. In which Brian case, no, forgot, I don't know what you I forgot. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Well, you jackass, you um, asked us who could be the most stated. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I, I didn't a get a bunch of names, and I guess you didn't do anything. <laughs> no, I, I had, ran it. Um, pay for Kathy Griffin to give a message. Yeah. Um, who, like Wendy Williams would have been a good one. Um, and these are all things you thought about doing and didn't. Do we were. I wanted to find people on Cameo. <laughs> I was trying to find on Cameo uh, a person that would be so hilariously. Fun unlibertarian to come on and give a happy yeah. happy 500th message but it's i couldn't awesome find story. anybody Things that wasn't like <laughs> they're like two hundred dollars i don't want to spend two hundred dollars on that <laughs> shit patreon money they're fine with it they don't well maybe for your, maybe for my 500th they episode they don't see david cross would have been fantastic david cross would have been good Sam yeah but it also it also Ron worked Paul? out because it was super bowl sunday to... i was like i'd have to get this uh, turned right? around in like a day and it was just i thought of it too late turn around? To, what do you mean turn around you just like, i have to 
Find people. <laughs> pay them. Pay them. Send them the script. Get them to do it. They have to get it turned around in time. I was like, I was like, it's too tight. It's too hard. You know, maybe too lazy. Paul wasn't right about that whole committed thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, oh, this is Ron too. Paul. I just want to take that back about Brian. <laughs> I watched All right. the live episode on the Patreon, and I now realize I was mistaken about the commitment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm leaving. Goodbye. All right, bye. Okay, All this right. is the part where I'm going to start inviting everyone that I told was going to be on earlier in now, and <laughs> it's good. Everyone can stay as long as they want. Everyone can leave as early as they want. Because the rest is just me drunk talking, which is all the first part was, actually. So, I do have someone I'm really trying to get on. Like but anyway, it. hi, what's up? Say things. Oh, I, I got questions. I got questions. You really <laughs> are drunk. No, I'm not kidding. I, I, my tolerance is so much lower than it was. When you guys always kind of say, oh, I'm drunk. He's married now. He, he doesn't drink like he used to, right? That's true. I have it's a not because of the marriage. Although Did it's I not, not arm wrestle anyone at Porkfest or not? No, no, you were you were passed out drunk in the U-Haul. You are wrestled your own yeah. self-esteem and worth, Howie, and you lost Ryan, get out every out time. All right, I got it. too good. I had to I had to come back for that one. All right, I had to come back. I gotta go. That checks out. That probably was. Yeah, that does add up. Anyway, I forgot what I was saying because as Spangle pointed out, my tolerance is much lower than it used. So, think you were saying that was yeah. I mean, it was great questions. 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 Go ahead. Hey, why it's the cat's cradle. Johnny Rocket. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just play <laughs> hey, Brian's <laughs> gone. Oh, I'm going to play some clips. I, f- I forgot about the clips, so I'm going to play some clips. You guys want to hang out for some clips? Why? Sure, 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 sure. All right, so let me do a little screen share because I have to screen share to hear the audience. I'm concerned about some of these clips, by the way. Don't be that. You're not. You're good, Howie. You're, you're fine. Because I see one Howie debut sober. I'm like, oh shit, is there a Howie debut? Drink? All right, let's play it. We call it Howie debut sober, everybody. And now we have another special guest making his very first appearance on the Lions of Liberty podcast, coming to us all the way from Virginia. Howie Snowden. I didn't even know where he lived. Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? Good. And I'm uh, still a little under the weather today, so I'm just drinking some coffee right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Pause the recording. I quit. We got to scratch this thing. (laughs) This is called Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor. What do you mean? Are you you at least, can you at least humor us and and, put a little drop of something in there or... If I were drinking liquor right now, it probably would be some uh, Lantern's bourbon. Phantom drinker. Okay, so we can we can imagine a fantasy world where all our <laughs> dreams come true, and and Howie is drinking some bourbon. Howie, just coffee. get really messed up on Robitussin, all right? Maybe <laughs> chug about half a bottle to come back. At to least, us. at least we can get into all that stuff later. But um, all right, I'm gonna play another. Clip. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking a little, uh, little Mickner's Mickner's. I don't know. M i c h t e r. Apostrophe S. Single barrel. It's pretty good. You can get it at Costco right now if you guys have memberships. Delicious. If you guys have memberships. This is just a note, maybe next time before you come on the show, you just learn how to pronounce, you know, whatever it is. You're Don't tell me just, how to live my life. Just an okay. idea. There's a reason I had that clip queued up. I'm going to stop sharing. Man, how prophetic that Brian, oh. his very first moments in the show involved not pro- being able to pronounce anything, and that's become a staple. I think because you said that to him, you like, it's like, I'll be damned if I ever pronounce something right again. Fuck oh, me. like I started the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're probably right. Dom, what's your favorite um, Brian McWilliams uh, moment <clears throat> in podcasting? I'm just buying time to like, while I text people. <laughs> in podcasting. <laughs> Or, uh, or not podcasting. Or in life, actually. Actually, that's much Dom better. hasn't listened. You put him on the spot. 
I, I mean, you guys are at, you're at 500 episodes. I'd say I'm... I 490 know. behind. <laughs> I, I, I mean, oh. I'm, I'm like more in like the 480s, I'd say. Maybe about 480 to go. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it gets tough, especially without the commute now. Um, but a uh, favorite prime, that's, man, geez, there's so many to choose from. Uh, th- I, th- I think the freak out in L.A. was one of my favorites, to be honest with you. It got really awkward. Wait, uh, is that the original story? Yeah, yeah. Well, was it the same night? I feel like it was a different night. I was out no. there for Brian sure. Williams has freaked out many times. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the other right. thing. Um, so I, I, I think I think it all started over like a game of NHL, didn't it? Actually, were we playing NHL? I think apartment? so. I think what, so. What is this? Swingers? Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah <laughs> I might be doing the memory mix thing too. I don't know. Um, but something <laughs> NHL '95. Yeah, I got really angry, um, and I just I just remember freaking out at Brian McWilliams, and that was probably my fondest memory of him. I was yelling at him. Fondest. There's not a lot to go on. (laughs) (laughs) There's just not many good moments. (laughs) I usually listen to Brian's show on my way to work while I'm driving there. There's, I'm like keeping lists in my head. So he thinks like, oh, I need to correct him about this. Oh, he said that wrong. Oh, he's totally wrong about this. But by the time I get to work, I never like actually contact him and like, dude. Oh, I thought you were gonna say by the time I get to work, I've totally come around to this position. That's not. (laughs) By the time I get to work, I totally forgot about that shit. I mean, he mixes up names and people and says everything wrong. I have a Contra Brian podcast. I should. I should. I've been waiting for the show for the years. Contra McWilliams. Maybe I should just start. You're you're trying to trick me into starting a conspiracy. I'm trying to trick you. I'm trying to. I'm literally asking you quite, quite bluntly. Start the Conspiracy <laughs> Corner a Weekly Show. There's no trick. Come we need Brian. we need one Come more podcast Howie. on our feed. One more, right, right. if not three. Dom, you want to start a podcast? Rico, if there's any time to return, it's you, Dom. Yeah. What was the well, let me All think right, about it. One. <laughs> let me think about I'll it. run it by the wife. I really wanted to. The wife said no. I, we had a horrible <laughs> argument. It was, it was bad. It was bad. Seven yeah, years ago today, Brian, uh, Dom asked his wife, could I start a podcast on the Lions Liberty? Fi-? And then that was. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, no, we're having three kids instead, actually. So, yeah. Dude, I, I That's tell what you, we the, did. The drunk how is <laughs> What was that, Howie? I blacked out. The drunk Howie story episode <laughs> didn't go over well with my wife. Did she listen to it? Which one was no, that? No, it was just afterwards when upstairs. She like, dealt with whatever. them. <laughs> oh, drunk and Howie's <laughs> worse. And gave her well, flashbacks. Here's the thing, Howie. Here's what you gotta do next time. Say, look, here's the deal, wife, Andrea. I love you with all my heart, all my soul. But in this moment, I need these three hours of my life where on this day, this Saturday, I'm gonna record a show with Lions Liberty. And then the best thing to happen once that is done is that I go into the bedroom and sleep, and then we speak the next day. And I should probably just sleep in the basement down here. Even better. Not a bad idea. <laughs> I like that better. Yeah, that works. That works for me very well. It's got to have to be a Friday, too, because I felt like shit and that had to go to work and all that. All right. It wasn't all right. I think, I, think we could, I think we could figure this out. <laughs> it took him 14 seconds to come around. My favorite thing about Howie <laughs> well, it was is... the worst thing that happened. Is, all right. We could do that. Yeah. My favorite we'll thing about really... Howie is how easily it is to influence him away from a position he held 10 seconds ago. <laughs> if it's a position I didn't really want to have, which is all positions you have, yes, I know. If a foreign intelligence uh, entity wanted to flip Howie, it would probably be the easiest thing ever. They just approach him in line at like Burger King and say, "He's hey, basically your George Papadopoulos," is what hey, you're do saying. Do you want to spy for us? No, but do Take you? Him out oh, the bar. Sure. 
he'll infiltrate you'll infil- infiltrate the lions of liberty so easily if you just take howie out to a bar get him a little drunk so tell me all john odermatt's secrets well <laughs> then he lists all 50 all how many secrets do you have john like three two, two yeah you don't seem like a big secret two, guy two secrets <laughs> unlike Holy. rico Rico's I'm an open book. That's why I go by a made-up nickname. On- Rico is so many secrets. <laughs> That's the only one, Rico. Yeah. <laughs> That's my one. Which we, we've yeah, blown so many times. We've blown that secret tonight. Yeah. Everybody Mark, in the pride knows who Mark, Rico Mark is. shared your real name on like <laughs> the episode. Oh, yeah? Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> I guess I'll listen and find out. No, oh, he, he didn't say it. It was, it was the screen share when you were there trying was a, to connect. a brief moment where I was looking at my emails in the uh, during the screen share point point, but nothing you need to worry about. It's not out to the public. I don't care. A couple hundred prime members. What are the odds? What are the odds these guys called whoever you broke a law against? That's the thing. I'll, I'll say anything. But I know, but way, I know it's only the JB? pride listening. I'm like, they're not going to turn me in. They pay for this. Someone is here. I think it's you got a text, JB. Remind me. Did you text them? No, I'll do that now. Dan Smots, everybody, wearing a Lions oh, yeah. t-shirt. Smots Daniel. This guy's been waiting for three hours to come on the show. Patiently. <laughs> like, in this position, actually. Uh, he's <laughs> muted. You should group. say words so people know that I'm, I'm serious. How about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah there you go. Yes. Yes. Uh, boomer technology. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, what's up? Congratulations on 500. Thanks for having me. And yes, I do not have anything better to do on a Monday night than listen to you guys, whatever this is. That's the only endorsement I ever wanted. That's the only endorsement I ever wanted. Hey, Dan, any any news on the uh, We Didn't Go to the Moon documentary? No, shut up. Don't talk about it. Okay. It's it's a sore spot. Hey, Howie, any news on that podcast you were going to start? <laughs> yeah. well, I just put out a JB, conspiracy what? corner episode. Uh, Remember when like you guys started a podcast with JB? Two, three days ago. What do you want from me? I've given you like two a episodes. podcasts. <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> to be honest, like, Howie has clear. given me more podcasting by far than JB ever has, who's not here to defend himself. The truth is, Howie's been secretly working with Spangle and he's going to debut on uh, the Wall Network. My God, that's, that's going to break my heart so much. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, actually, the two the Howie Snowden show was gonna the is two podcasts headline the We Are Libertarians Network. So Mark was Chris like, show's gone. It's just a Howie just, Snowden show. Just conspiracy Mark, corner with how Howie Snowden. I'd listen to that, to be honest with you, the it, two, it would help your two, ratings. The two that I did, Mark was like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna have this podcast." And he's like, "Oh, actually, I can't make it. I can't be on. Can you just record and it and do it?" And like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I tricked you into hosting two shows. Yes. <laughs> The way to Just make a show, or- show is to schedule it, plan it, and then bow out at the last minute and say, Howie, you're hosting. Bye. It works. Good. Yeah, it does work. I want to show where Howie just gets drunk and makes up conspiracy theories and convinces people. That yes. That's true. every time I talk to Howie. That's good, Dan. That's, That's our good. show. Yeah, no research. Why, just, why are you resistant no to doing all. the show, Howie? Why won't you do the podcast? Because he's a Freemason. Well, he's waiting for the offer from no, the, no, no. From the no, uh, Libertarians I, I, Network. He hasn't. Fuck up his standing within right, his organization. This is the part where things are getting crazy. We have another guest here. Who's the next guest? I don't even know. It's We Are Libertarians Hello. Network's Remzo Martinez. He's alive. <laughs> I think there's more We Are Libertarians. Remzo, put a mask on. Lions people on now. Yeah, don't give us your COVID. You're yeah, going to have to unmute yourself. 
The first COVID survivor I've personally known, Remzo Martinez. I'm alive. You're actually, I'm not actually joking. That tells you something about COVID. So Remzo is literally the first person that, first of all, unmute your mic. Second of all, you're the first person I actually know in real life that has COVID. That's you know, my really? friend Jeff. Wow. Oh, well, I was trying to say earlier was like, wow. nothing can kill me. I'm immune now. Except I can me, a lot of bats. <laughs> I like that the podcast has gotten so big that it, we're, we can't even be a Brady Bunch mode now. We're too big for Brady Bunch. We're ten. There's 10 people. Yeah, but in fairness, at least one in of the screens is empty. This is just half an empty a Mormon chair. family. <laughs> I'm going to have to kick some of you off soon, or not kicks. Politely suggest some of you hop off soon to bring in some other people because it's getting a little crazy. But in the meantime, how's COVID, Remzo? Yeah, how are you feeling, Remzo? <laughs> COVID is a bitch. I mean, I, I will, I, you know what's so funny? Like, I thought I could put out, like, a very thoughtful analysis of my time in quarantine and everything. And for the most part, people have been very polite about it. But I've been getting those angry direct messages. You're putting out freaking disinformation. Somebody might die. I'm like, what? Because I suggested Alka-Seltzer cold as a good nighttime remedy? (laughs) Because I said you should take zinc and vitamin C and some probiotics? Like, my God. It's uh, the D3. I I mean, I took Actually, you know what's crazy, Chris? Actually, yes. I actually asked about that when I was in the <clears throat> when Uh-oh. I was in the when I was Uh-oh. in the ER. Uh, you're fine. You're fine. I promise. Remzo, can you mute when you cough so that no, we don't get no, COVID? No, just just take it. Just take it. <laughs> I, I'm in the ER and I'm talking to the nurse, and I actually asked her, "Have you have you or anyone else prescribed hydroxychloroquine?" And long story short, she basically said no, and no one in the hospital is. And for people with COVID-induced pneumonia, it could actually deflate your lung. And I was like, Ooh. I'm good. <laughs> so honestly, it was it was vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, Alka-Seltzer cold, and a couple different immune boosters I took every shit. morning. And a shot of whiskey. I wish, dude. I wish I could drink. I tried <laughs> a little bit and it like burned me on the inside. It was not it was not fun. I'm still I'm trying not a to get doctor, but I don't think hydroxychloroquine is going to deflate anybody's lungs. But no, it man, doesn't. I don't know. I don't and know what's true anymore. It helps get the zinc into the cells, is what it does. Yeah. For for people for people who were like, like really severe, like on a on like a ventilator or something, they said they would consider hydroxychloroquine. They said they they've done Regeneron, but they were like, you're you're not severe enough. You're gonna get discharged this afternoon. <laughs> All right, kiddies. Well, you know one way to prevent yourselves from getting COVID like young Remzo did? That is to start your day with a pipe and hot cup of coffee from our friends at Lorenzotti Italy. Now, that statement is not FDA approved or backed by anything remotely factual, but that's not the point, friends. This is advertising, all right? Advertising is just about catching your attention and making you remember the name Lorenzotti Italy. But seriously, uh, Zach and the guys at Lorenzotti Italy have been fans of Lions of Liberty for years, supporters, patrons of Lions of Liberty for years. So I am always happy to help promote a product and a business being run by fellow libertarians. And it's not just that they don't just sell coffee. All right. These guys are not uh, just your run of the mill coffee dealer. They are also entrepreneurs who help other entrepreneurs. So they are 
are actually out there helping people who are trying to start their own coffee businesses. They help them uh, procure equipment, help them gain uh, financing, uh, whatever people need to start their own coffee shops, their own businesses around coffee. These guys at Lorenzotti Italy are here to help. You can find out more from them at lorenzotti.coffee. Don't forget to use discount code LIONS for 10% off your order. I got another guest here because there's 72 people in this podcast now. Dan Johnson, one of my very first guests, and the person I think I might have actually still to this day interviewed more than any other human being and definitely have interviewed more than he's been interviewed by any other human being. Dan, can you hear me? That's the first question. I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? What's up, buddy? How are you? I am awake. <laughs> that's, that's the first step. There you go. <laughs> Good answer. Really well. So, you feel it. Everyone that wants to be on the show, or that, that wants to, that I invited on the show, is off from the East Coast for whatever reason. And everyone wants Dude. to be on early. But when you get past 10 p.m. for East Coasters, they turn into crackheads. So that's where we are. <laughs> True. Yeah, you you mean your liber- libertarian shit posting hasn't made you a bunch of friends in California? I have friends. They're just not libertarians. <laughs> well, libertarians don't have any friends, so it's fine. It's the endless cycle. Dan, <laughs> how are things? Um, well, I question that I don't care about the answer to. The real question is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do care. How you are. That's not true. No, it is true. Wait, which one's not true? I'm so confused. The real question I want to ask, Dan, what is your first memory of Lions of Liberty? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. I think we were introduced by uh, Brian Engelman we over were. at the New American Media Radio. So I, I think my, my first memory of Lions of Liberty was me? I'm getting interviewed on a podcast? Really? So was that, was your fir- that was your first podcast. That was, I think it was like second or third podcast about the episode it was. I think it was episode three. It was the first real podcast. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, it wasn't real yet, but it became real. So, no offense to Brian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, Brian's going to get like, back on. You know he's listening, right? It's not that Brian. There's different Brian's here. There's a lot going on. Oh. Brian Engelman. Like, this is a sausage fest, isn't it? It just occurred to me right now when I looked up. Podcast. <laughs> 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 what are you talking about? the first about? time I looked at, a, at the screen. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. Peace out, gentlemen. It's been good to I see like you, you all. Too. Well, I, I say that for like the first two gonna, years. It's not going to help the ratio, though, but I do. <laughs> I say that for the first two years of listening to Lions of Liberty, I thought that Rico was black. <laughs> and what changed your perception? When I saw him. Yeah. Oh. And well, the diversity of Lions of Liberty goes down to zero. One sixteenth Puerto Rican, though. So um, one of our friends, when he got married, I met his like wife for the first time. She's like, oh, I thought you were Mexican. And I thought, well, why would I be Mexican? Like Rico, Rico, Mexican. (laughs) But she was about as, you know, as uh, as white bread as they come. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Whatever. Anyways. It's late for this guy. So have fun. We had more than enough of you, Rico. Thank you. Yes. I'll see you at WrestleMania by hook or by crook. God by damn by, right. Dom Sinodi, I'll see you again in 10 years, apparently. Yeah, so. sounds good, man. Looking <laughs> forward to it. We'll see you on Lions 1000, my friend. <laughs> All right, see you guys. All right, All right man. See you. Oh, my God, we have two guests at once. I don't even know where to start. I'll start with J.B. Lubin. I like how Rico was gone for like a half hour and we watched his chair and he comes back just to say, hey, guys. Hey, I'm there's Lubin. Go. <laughs> All right, 
JB, you're going to talk. So talk now. And then I'm going to bring in another guest. Because I'm drunk. <laughs> JB, speak first. You Hello. sent me the link seven different ways. That's how I knew. JB Lubin, everybody. I, I heard something about the diversity dropping, so I figured that's, I'd pop on. That's, that's why I called you. I just, that's your cue. I, I looked up at the screen, and I saw 11 white men. And I said, I know who I need. Well, actually, my picture is pretty black. And I just come flying in, and my, my cape billowing. In fact, I'm going to diversity double this shit down, because we've been on for a couple hours here. Or at least I have. Actually, I'm the only one that has. Diversity double time. Uh, I have been. A good game show. Oh, yeah. Howie it's diversity double down. Howie from with me from the goddamn beginning as always. I'm impressed, Howie. Uh, we're gonna double the diversity. We got JB Lubin. I don't care the color of his skin, but if you do, it's not the same <laughs> as the rest of us. And <laughs> very smooth, Mark. Is that the best introduce that. And uh, also, we have finally Angela McArdle is here as well. Good. That's not diversity. Yes, it is because she's white. <laughs> hi angela can you hear us do you have like a thing where people in the room and they're muted now you're in now you're in angela mccardle hello only the women hi angela all right i'm diversity i'm the token it's been an hour and 50 minutes and you're the first woman on the show (laughs) that's typical and i I enjoy that role and that's typical and this is probably the description of every libertarian event you've been to. Is that correct? <laughs> Long as like I the, the black guy walks in and you walk in. That That's the, the order. That's of a much. convention right there. <laughs> that's how I like it. I take, I like to take a sword. <laughs> and a fight. You're like, I like it. I love it. That's great. But now we're back to the Brady Bunch format, at least on my <laughs> screen, but it's a bigger Brady Bunch. It's three times four, my friend. <sighs> Snake, and... I imagine seeing you here. Yeah, it's weird seeing you all here, That I, all the people I invited here. This is the part of the show where I've absolutely lost control, if I ever had control. Yes. Okay, well, Mark, so I, I'm going to bounce. Leave. All right, Johnny. I got to go. Yeah, Johnny, I will, thank uh, you so much. You came, you were, Johnny you has like to a, commit some crimes. You were I have to commit some hour crimes. Than you committed I got to steal so some money so from old ladies. Please do. Smoke some <laughs> cigarettes, drink some whiskey, maybe grab a couple girls' asses, whatever. I do what I do. Anyways, Happy though, guys, Monday. thank you so much. Happy Peace 500. Out, brother. See you, Johnny. Rock and roll, guys. Did you ever hear from Paxton? No, we talked the other day. He was going to come on. I think maybe I got to him a little too late. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see proof? I've been texting him. He hasn't been responding lately. So yes, he he posted a photo of him hurting pigs the other day. So we know that he's alive. He is both hurting and and later murdering the pigs, and that's okay. Okay. That's his right to do. He's raised the pigs. He can murder them and eat them and all of that. Does that mean the pork roast this year might actually be a pork roast? We've got one. We guys, the diversity is just exploding here, right? We get JB on. Within moments, we get Angela on, and now we have Raylene motherfucking as well. This wow. is, and we are back to a full. I think I've got a three by four here. Yeah, I've got a three. Mark, by four I like here. how you moved us all to the end, and you told us all that you had too many at the beginning, so you had to spread these out. And now we've got twenty five people on at the end. It's <laughs> well, <laughs> good planning, right there. That is exactly what happened, actually. Because Pete Cunone is for like five hours or something. Then we've got twenty five people here. Chris keeps staring at me. Well, Make him stop. There's a thing Ooh. called order of importance. How can you tell who's looking at you? Because I can. I can feel it. <laughs> you don't want to like podcast with Remzo. He knows things. He knows like where you're looking toad? at all times. Something like that. 
This is fun. We should make this this group a regular podcast. These twelve people. What do you guys think? This is the Going story. Great. Hey, so are you are you still you quarantined? I'm I'm staying quarantined another week because my lungs let really like, at least speak one word. I feel <laughs> like I feel like my lungs have been beaten no, by Manny allowed. Pacquiao. When you're out, I feel like we should hang out since we live like 20 minutes away. Because yeah, you're afraid I that I may have died and that might be your only chance. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Raylene Mark auto mutes you, by the way, and you're still muted, just so you know. Oh, is that what it is? Is that what's yeah. been happening with everybody? Yes. yes. That's why every single person <laughs> has forgot to unmute. I spent two hours wondering why everyone starts muted. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> I, I'm, Dan, I've I'm sorry about Mark your lover Marilyn coming into here, so I can't say anything about that. I'm so drunk I forgot Dan was here and he came in five minutes ago. Yeah, I, I got Both like dance, two actually. words in before uh, before. Hi, Dan. I love you. Which, oh, one really? you. Which one do you love? <laughs> Dan, th- thank you for starting that awesome social network. Oh, you're welcome. Antinewslive.com, yeah, that everyone. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. One. Mark, you've never been there, so don't pretend. What? <laughs> I, I don't like that you know where I clicked and haven't. I don't like I'm, that. I'm air, the moderator of, of the Lions Liberty Room because no other Lions Liberty has joined yet. So I, I thought noticed, I joined. Yeah. I thought All right. I last time I talked to Danny, he said, I'm going to invite you to my social media network. And then that was the last thing we talked about. Bullshit. So we talked about I can give stuff. you screenshots right now and where I sent you the message and you said, on the said go, go log in. <laughs> I forgot about memory and screenshots. But what is it again? Antinewslive.com? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pitch, now that we're all here, each of you should tell me why you're a better guest than Tom Woods. Tom Woods is awesome. He was on for about 30. He's like, maybe I can make it work for a little bit. And he was on for like 30 minutes. He dropped he an actually, F-bomb. He actually would, dropped an and F-bomb. I got Tom Woods to say, oh, motherfucking. Yeah? <laughs> Tom Woods said the word fuck on this show. He, that's not the first time. And I'm going to air it. I'm going to fucking air it. I don't think I can top that then. No, goodbye, JV. It's been nice having you. <laughs> You've completed a, the quorum has been completed. You've fulfilled the diversity ratio, and we no longer need you. Thank you. We have Angela. We have Raylene. They've got Raylene's got purple hair. Angela's a white chick. I don't know what we need you for anymore, Jimmy. You motherfucker. Oh no, you yeah. are the old. Yeah, one. what about Renzo? He's and cor- everyone knows white oh, wait, no, women speak on behalf Bye, of minorities. Put us in, coach. Angela, you might I don't know if you speak on behalf of minorities. Every time I see you post on Twitter, I'm like, why can't the LP learn from her? Why can't they bring this kind of fire? Like, ah, it just drives me nuts. They would rather bring water. Carry they water. can bring the fire or, if they choose yeah. to in the future. <sighs> they can. The fire shall be brought. We shall bring the fire. What if I have an actual literal torch of fire at the convention, the national convention? I think that would be rad. Hot. I think I'm going to do Hot. that, right? Like literally, but also. Yeah. Yes. We're going to literally pass the torch and we're going to bring back some, some dangerous ceremony and pyrotechnics. We need oh, a somebody will we, burn down that hotel. There? Can we run a torch from California to wherever the convention is going to be? Like, we'll actually like pass like the up. Olympics. It's in yes, Reno. Yes, like the this is doable. All right. Here's what I'm Does that do. require libertarians to actually run, or is it just like a get in your car and drive? I, 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 I could run. I could run. I could do Walmart scooters. Gentlemen, get out of your basements. This is happening. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go around the room now. The room, <laughs> because because um, I'm drunk and I don't know what else to do. I want to get. A favorite or, or first or whatever you want to say, Lions Delivery moment from everybody that hasn't already stated as such. So I'm going to start with on my screen, the first person that hasn't said something like that. Chris Bengel, first or favorite Lions Liberty moment. Go. You are allowed to include Brian McWilliams almost peeking in your car at Pork Fest if you want to. <laughs> well, there yeah, the Pork Fest by far was the the best experience because 
I'd been friends with Mark for a long time and I'd gotten to know some of the other hosts, but that was the first time that I got to actually spend time with everybody. Yes. (laughs) I mean, just chauffeuring drunk podcast hosts all around, engineering your podcast, thinking what a huge mistake that podcast may have been. Uh, And I have not been canceled yet, so... But it was it was great to get to know everybody's personality. Like Brian, like the first time you meet him, he was just like boisterous and fun and entertaining. Yeah, John's very thoughtful and fun. And Howie, I didn't know. I didn't particularly think JB's black. You know, it's the whole the standard thing that we all. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. wait, Finish this Howie thought. Where are you going with that? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't cut that. I tried to. And Howie's just you know Howie. Particularly like Howie at the beginning, but Howie has become probably my favorite. My favorite on air moment is Howie describing COVID at the very beginning and doing a better job on Conspiracy Corner than any other media outlet. I thought that that's legit. That he actually did legit. journalism. It was really, really good. Really, that is legit. The first conspiracy corner that not the first, but the first one on COVID that, and we did release that publicly because I thought it was so well done. That has proven the most true shit. Like you listen to that now, and that was done, I think, in February of 2020. It was it was better journalism than we've seen from almost any outlet that it's been hidden behind the Lions Liberty Patreon. Yes. Actually, no, I really, like I said, I really gave actual public. information. Now, I'm I'm going to take this moment to say congratulations to Lions. You guys deserve uh, a tremendous amount of respect. You guys have done a great job building a fantastic platform that gives a broad voice to the entire Liberty movement. I thank you guys for your friendship, especially Mark. Mark's been a great friend to me, and I just uh, appreciate all that you guys do. That was accidental, and, to be clear. I did not intend anything like that. Well, we, we're best friends now. You just have to own it. Uh, do you feel so, him staring at you now? Like, right into <laughs> your soul? Oh, I feel it. And Remzo, I'm glad you're doing well. And uh, everybody, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. And with that, I'll say goodnight. Namaste, good sir. Take care. I mean, honestly, the fact that a libertarian podcast made it to 500 episodes is something to be celebrated in and of itself. Like, that's impressive. Battlefield out there. You got to upload things. You got to download things. You got to post things. You got to do a lot of work. People don't realize this. What happened to Brian? That's that's why I've been... Brian's been gone for about an hour. We don't talk about Brian. Brian, we don't talk about him anymore. He's gone to us. JB, since you spoke. What's your first, I mean, you, okay, so JB, for those that don't know, JB has known us since our college days. And then at some point, you know, so Lions Liberty basically started by an email chain. We call it the Liberty Chain, where we would talk about current events and such through the filter of the Ron Paul campaign is how it started, but it devolved or devolved, evolved, <laughs> into, I hope evolved into conversations about the deeper aspects of the ideas of liberty and such. And somehow, and somehow in there, JB got on that email chain. And out of people that didn't already sort of agree with it, I think JB took the the biggest stride in going from probably previous beliefs to new beliefs while still maintaining the original integrity that was always there with wanting to sort of... I'm going to stop talking now. JB, just talk, because I, I, I wanted into something. I was trying to set up you talking about Lions Liberties. Just go do that. I think that was a you know, pretty apt intro. Um, I'm a learner. I love learning. Um, I join this group skeptical of a lot of the ideas and you know that kind of brings up like my favorite moments probably kind of um 
how would you say, maybe self-centered, but it was actually a show I was on when I was having a discussion with you about guns and firearm usage and how I was still pretty much anti-gun. And just having like a real, like candid discussion about your guys, about what it means to have the right to, you know, bear arms and why I feel I don't like guns. It came to the point where like, my dislike for guns was very much a, a emotional dislike that came from this idea that this idea with the good guy with the gun didn't exist where I grew up, at least in my psyche, you know, growing up, like I was born in Flatbush, Brooklyn. That's where, and then I moved to Long Island. So it's like either, you know, the criminals have guns and they're out to get you or the cops have guns and they're out to get you. There is really very little good guy with a gun in Flatbush in the late to mid eighties. I remember that so, conversation very, very vividly, actually. Do I. And yeah, 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 I do. And I wish I pulled the clip ahead of time because that would have been amazing. Maybe I'll find it and edit it, and probably not though, to be honest. But having the discussion, <laughs> kind of breaking down on air, how I, you know, formed my opinion on guns and where that came from, actually, you know enlightened me and softened my stand and made me understand like a different perspective from it that I had never really held in my entire life up until that point. It was kind of really like an on air type of like understanding of like what my relationship with guns are and whether or not it's the right one. And if there's anything that I could do about it or any other perspective I could take on firearm ownership, that's not just viscerally negative. And I think it was a two-way street, too, because in terms I was yeah. able to kind of like process that idea. And then I felt like I let you know that it's just like it's like when you're talking to someone from a situation like that, that's not someone who went out hunting with their dad or, you know, just shooting cans off their backyard with their friends, that their relationship with guns can be markedly different from yours. And you need to understand that perspective as well in this conversation. It really felt like there, this was like, a moment for all of us. And I was like, and I, I think I started becoming fairly regular after that point. I was pretty sporadic, but that was like, at that point I was like, yeah, I, I, I think I can, I can get down with this. Yeah. So I, I think I that's the, what I remember. I vividly remember that. And I, I remember the idea that thinking the same thing you were just saying, like I grew up in a gun house. Like my dad was a, is literally a like federally licensed firearm dealer. He's, he's, he's been someone that's obsessed with guns his whole life and the least violent person I've ever met in my life. So like, I've always, for me associated, never associated guns with violence. I've associated guns with the ideas of safety, the ideas of security. Um, never in my personal experience that I associate guns with, with violence or something like that. Whereas your own experience, JB was, was the opposite actually like growing up guns you you associate almost exclusively with, violence right exactly i didn't either know any regular person who owned a firearm yeah it was for either most of most either of my upbringing bad gang violence or bad police i'm scared of the police like there was no nothing in in between for you and i think that that conversation actually helped me understand too like oh yeah duh everyone didn't grow up like i did like i was never scared of guns themselves i've been scared of how might people might use a gun but never been scared of the idea of a gun because of the way I was raised. And that conversation, that episode really helped me understand that, oh yeah, not everyone was raised like I was. Not everyone was raised shooting BB guns in the backyard with their dad who taught them everything about safety and really taught them to respect the concept of a gun. 
not everyone was raised that way, and those people might actually have a totally different concept, not through any fault of their own, but through the way they were raised to actually see a gun in a totally different way. So, and that, and that conversation, I vividly remember, like, made me think, okay, maybe I need to approach this conversation a little bit differently, which I think is, has always been, in many ways, your role for us on Lions of Liberty. Like, you, you've helped show me the ways I need to talk to other people, because for a long time, I only saw things from my own perspective, but you've been sort of the, the forebearer of the opposite perspective in terms of how you grew up, how you were raised, the ideas you were shown. And that's really helped me craft the way I talk to other people that I, I probably perhaps might not have crafted those ideas differently if I hadn't been exposed to the way you were raised and, and realized, oh yeah, not everyone is raised the same way I am. Not everyone has the same experience I am. I need to actually craft my approach and understand that people have had different experiences than I did. And I'd uh, like to say, I, with all this, I'm a pride firearm t- owner today, and they don't really, you know, it's just a no. thing to me now, as opposed to, you know, this, this orb of pure evil. So, you know, people can learn and people change and things, you know, things can be different 500 episodes later. The real later. point is don't fuck with JB, because he will <laughs> And he wouldn't have before. So thank you. You're welcome, criminals. Yeah. I'm strapped, bitches. So this is the part of the show where I'm definitely way drunk. I mean, I've been doing this for over two hours now, but I think there's a few people who have not. I at least want to get on record, on audio record, maybe a first Lions of Liberty experience from the last few people. So I think Dan, I think we got to Dan Johnson. We did that a little bit. Remzo. You skipped I know me entirely, you, but whatever. Then you don't, Dan, we've discussed this. You Dan, I'm sorry about your boyfriend's Marilyn Manson. You're just a guy, Dan. You're a fellow. You will get to. Either of you actually can speak. I don't care. I don't care how this works. Allegations, Renzo. Allegations. The real point I'm trying to get to is I need someone to talk for about 90 seconds to two minutes while I go pee. So, Renzo, we're going to talk about Marilyn Manson while you're gone. Considering I know how you found Lions, I think we should, and know how it influenced you. If you could speak, Renzo, on your experience with Lions Liberty for about two minutes while sure. I step out, that would be awesome. Go take not, not, not to not to cut Remzo off here, but I'm going to need to jump off here pretty actually, soon. Yeah, and actually, it's kind of payback for the amount of times he cut me off on his podcast. But anyway, like that, that aside. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> we were talking about favorite Lions of Liberty moments. And uh, I was thinking about, besides the one where you did a libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor, and everybody asked if I was even old enough to be on the show, Which much less drink any liquor on the show. Nah, um, probably. But besides that, my, I think my favorite Lions of Liberty moment of the past couple of years, probably my proudest Lions of Liberty moment, where I was like, I am proud to be associated with Lions of Liberty. Um, was uh, when John and I was look, scrolling through my phone and I finally found the post. It was on June 4th, 2020, because Facebook remembers everything. And John put out this list of, all right, I see you guys bitching about criminal justice reform and how, how bad the police are. And, oh, you just want to burn down the city and stuff like that. Let's talk about real, genuine, constructive solutions. And I think one of the things that happens especially with libertarians, is we absolutely love debating the finer points of Mises versus Rothbard. But neither Mises nor Rothbard have any effect on the people who grew up where I grew up or the people who grew up in even poorer neighborhoods than I grew up in. They don't care. Like eventually, yes, those ideas will will make an impact. But real world, what does a libertarian solution look like? Uh, just doesn't happen often enough. And so I, I remember Unless just you're seeing, looking at We Are Change. I, oh my God, I <clears> told <throat> you, We Are Change. We do better. 
<laughs> well, there's, there's that. Hey, that's and, a compliment, and, though. <laughs> like, like with almost every other project I've ever launched, when, when we do this next thing with Ouija Better, I will come back on the show, Mark. Uh, this is how I get interviewed so many times. You just bring Mark a new idea, and he's like, yes, I'd there love you to know. have you on the show. In if case I you like the know. idea, that's true. <laughs> that, that speaks to your ideas, because I said yes every time. If I thought your ideas were shit, I would have politely found a way to, mm, to get out of it. Not just tell no. me my ideas are shit, Mark. I've grown up by now. But they're not. That's why you've been on. There you go. Okay, your idea, good your enough. Ideas fucking rule. So that's, why, that's so, why you've been a consistent guest. Long story short, a big shout out to John for not only uh, that post, but for Thank Felony you. Fridays and for being willing to take the side of people who just get ignored and uh, are considered non-persons. I mean, once you're a felon in the United States, you're generally considered persona non grata. Um, and so for John to take on the work that he did uh, and to be associated with Lines of Liberty, I mean, that, that was definitely one of my, one of my proudest moments. And, and I've got to, uh, got to peace out for the night, guys. If I can just so add to that and just, just yeah. spin off that and say, I mean, this, this is true. I'm not just, uh, you know, kissing Mark's ass here on his uh, 500 episode, but you're allowed to do that either way. So there would, <laughs> there would not have been a, uh, you know, a felony Friday now called finding freedom without Mark basically, obviously starting the podcast first and then and, gently and strongly saying to me, pressuring you and did. And saying, well, you know, look at our uh, our blog posts and how many people read them and look at our download numbers. You should probably just uh, do this thing you're doing as a podcast. So that was the biggest thing for me because I would see 10 times the downloads as I would see as page views. So it was so obvious to me. Do podcasts. Yep. Thanks, All Dan. Right, well, <clears throat> y'all have a good night. Peace out, my dude. Peace out. All right. Now we will now divert to Remzo's because you have to pay because I had to pee I know it takes two yeah, minutes he already peed you and didn't see him if, go no I never peed the catheter then, was released a little bit and then maybe Dan gets to talk about his story if we want but until then Remzo talk I gotta pee I was 19 years old in my college dorm I was driving to Selma Alabama where I saw a drive by in front of a Taco Bell and I was listening to Mark talk to Julie Borowski at the time there were maybe oh, two God. Yeah, there were maybe two libertarian podcasts out there and one dedicated entirely to 9-11. And I thought, maybe I'll leave them a five-star rating interview on iTunes and I'll subscribe. And at the time, I was a respectable citizen. My parents thought I was doing well. My teachers liked me. I didn't question things. Now, I'm 26. I've had like 30 jobs. One of them, I sold makeup to strippers in Baltimore. The other one, I worked for think tanks. One was a couple campaigns where I slept in my car. And now, I worked for a social media company that is basically you know gone could put long story short lines of liberty impacted my life in many negative ways the positives <laughs> yeah. outweighed it because of that i've got friends for life i've started my own show i've written two books one of them which was a bestseller i've had adventures and opportunities i would have never had in my life because i took the ideas that mark Howie, John, Brian, and all their fantastic guests and topics discussed. And I basically said, how can I apply it to my life and make as many reckless decisions as possible? <laughs> so as we come here on this 500th episode, I'm telling you, I'm a spawn of LOL. And uh, I can't necessarily say this is a lifestyle for all the kids out there, but it worked <laughs> out for me mostly. So congrats to all of you. Cheers. You may be our proudest son. <laughs> That's so sad. Remzo, your way of speaking, you are magical. That was lovely.
I'd like to consider my voice audible chocolate. I think the COVID has actually added to your voice. It's more appealing. Do I sound like an adult now? Have I hit puberty? I think so. Nice. Thank you, Rayleigh. COVID, Chris uh, really liked the um, Conspiracy Corner episode on COVID that we did at the beginning of uh, the pandemic. And we, we know so much more now. And somebody whose take I've really enjoyed on this has been Raylene's. And Raylene, me and you need to do like a comprehensive episode sometime soon. Because we do know a lot more now than we knew a year ago. And I think that is the day both shows get banned. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but it's for a good reason. And we'll get on that like offline. But we, we really need to do that. You've been great on this. And like, I hate the people who just listen to everything. I missed Renzo's whole says. story. Crap. But, uh, it's okay, Mark. Is it it's as okay. good as I remember it? <laughs> It's better. It's, it's better. <laughs> Perfect. It was all about how much I inspired him to you know, do everything he's not ever done in life, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Did you good and bad. Good and Did bad. you write that for him? And without without Ben without me, he never would have met Ben Sign, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I didn't want to be a millennial Forrest Gump. Life just happened. <laughs> like a box of chocolates. Like a box of chocolates. You just mm-hmm. take whichever one you get. <laughs> All right, who else needs to tell a Lion's Liberty story? Dan, Angela, Raylene, any of you? I, I want to because I was a real asshole. Oh, you were? Um, okay, let's hear it. Because, okay, so I met you through um, Johnny Rocket, and I really, really, I mean, I saw a few things and I liked what you guys did, but I really thought you guys were like bros. Like we are bros. <laughs> yeah, but not wrong. I was no, I was I was wrong. So because we were we were he was like, you have to drink when you go on the show. You have to do it. You you can't do the show without getting he didn't drunk. Say that he did. He told me that. Yes, and <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't really want to do that, right? And and so I really had the wrong idea, and I'm so glad because then I really started listening. You guys are fun. Um, a lot of talking over each other and that was okay. And so I didn't get to really speak up and then we did something else together. And it was like, we had a lot of fun. The book hockey get- shows were really fun. Um, I-, I had a blast, but then I started really to find that further for new. Oh, give a little bit of background. We might want to define oh, yeah, it a forgot. little it's more. A, it's a, it's exactly a, what you think it is. It's like turkey. <laughs> it's a play off the word turkey kind of thing. It's like a Thanksgiving yeah, show. Sure. It's like um, what everyone does Thanksgiving dinner, you know, bukkake. Right. In fact, I think I, the, the last one I asked you guys friends, to not call it grandma. The funniest thing is that was what grounded Rayleigh and that was what made her think we were totally cool and normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we do those bukkake? You know, I have I play with my own rules. It was okay. Don, your uh, you guys made me tell you which one I thought was the best at their, uh, your podcast, but I was like, I really, really did like Felony Friday. It really, it was meaningful, but it's, it's all of you, even Brian's show. Even. Well, for being <laughs> yeah. a comedian, how serious he can get for real and how oh, yeah. like, uh, hard, like really good. And I bonded with Howie immediately. I, I'm still trying to like get him to play not? with me and record. I want to do that. Uh, cause we do have a lot of fun, you, but, for, but for and us. then. And then I just, I was wrong about everything. And I like that. There's so much depth 
and there's so, so much what you're caring. Is you thought we were total drunk dickheads at first? Yeah. Well, before I didn't know, and us, I, I was wrong about everything. And now I highly recommend all of your guys' podcasts and everything. You haven't doing. drank with them in person, apparently, because yeah, they are. They're the exactly what you thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the part I'm waiting I'm for. Like, you, you're actually guy. right. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're not. Um, you're fun, but you're not dicks like bad dicks like you're not it but oh, you're also dicks. really smart and you're Big deep dicks. and like you're describing that with jb with the empathy and how you guys are coming into that this is you guys are very empathetic people you're very thoughtful i like what you're doing mark i think it was really badass that you had me do a show about natural health treatments that was a bold move for how big of a bo- podcast you do I mean, thirty percent download hit crushed our show, but I'm so glad. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. The opposite true. That show did really well. People, people really responded well to it. Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of people reaching out um, and saying they really liked it. But I, that's kind of rare. I mean, usually the conspiracy theory um, podcasts are the ones that are more like that. Like Dan, you know, you and I. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, and oh, way back. <laughs> debate okay. between Raylene and JB on vaccines go. Oh God. Bring it to my show. Let's do it there. Amazing <laughs> podcast idea that I would totally listen to because both of you are two of the most reasonable and empathetic people I know. Like you mm-hmm. actually have both all the qualities I would want in a bit debate. So uh, I, I was drinking and uh, so chatting with JB about now? it. Yeah, yeah on my show. Now. On my show. My idea. Can we okay. just do it now? <laughs> like, I got I'll cough on the loser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can handle that because I have a great loser, immune system, actually. So, and and you know, John knows all about the probiotics and how the immunity starts in the gut. And there's we'll so many ways to go with this. So, yeah, I, I'm going to. Live. I don't even think I can get COVID. I'm and, convinced yeah. of that too. To be honest with you, yeah, I know that's yeah. cocky of me, but I feel the same way. Yeah, well, I mean, there there's a lot of theories to go with that. And um, are, does anyone do terrain theory? How he does? You're. you're you read about her terrain theory. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure how he does. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But anyway, that was a really bold move. Um, most of the the big name podcasts are not going to do things like that. So I, it was noted. And um, uh, yeah, anyway, a lot of respect for you guys. I think it's great. And I support whatever you're doing. And I will come on your show anytime you invite me. Yeah. That's every week. So I guess it's, we need to start a new show with you and Howie. I think that's the only uh, Well, were you in the bathroom? I just... Telling Raylene, you know, Chris Spangle said our episode on COVID was so great, but that was a year ago. There's so much more information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do want to record something with Raylene, and I will do that soon. And I'll send I will it air you. it. If you guys want to do yeah, it, I was going to say, I'll send it to you. I will air it on lines of the stuff, actual feed. Like, I'm down. I'll give I you some of my blood. <laughs> I think you guys do whatever you want with it. Just what, can, what blood type are you, Remzo? Just curious. I'm oh, O positive. I, Actually, I'm curious. Is anybody a uh, negative blood type on the show right now? Oh, negative? Which one's the one that you can give to anybody? O negative. I think I'm O negative, I'm pretty sure. I'm not giving my blood type to anyone on this podcast. What about your social security? Mother's maiden name? Not even asking like AB or anything. Just wondering if you're Reese's positive or negative. That's all. Oh, yeah. That ridiculous. What? Positive. They're aliens or something or lizard people. No, I forget what he, he said about. I have O positive blood. That means I descended from uh, the aliens descended from the, the gods. pyramid or something. All those yeah. uh, <laughs> the, the the Pleiadians and the 
draconian thing that i think that's wild that's a, that was a, a that was a, i think that might have been the second conspiracy corner i'm, I'm very cloudy on the details it was a so, long time ago if you found out that hillary clinton was a lizard person would you really be that surprised no not at yes. all because there's, fall, a, whole, there's a whole species no. of intelligent life forms that's just been hidden for all of recorded human history. Of course I'd be surprised. Are you serious? I mean, you JB, JB, keep it surrounded here. Of course JB, I, I would say, be surprised. I'd, I'd say probably, probably not true. And the rest of it is like, yeah, that sounds right. JB is like, what the fuck? We're all like, JB, where have you been, man? Like, we would That's talk not about a shock. Time. Yeah, this Ooh. is. <laughs> oh, the president's an alien. Oh, JP. No, they did oh, come out at the beginning of this COVID thing and start posting uh, or uh, the, the media. And they were talking about certain blood tapes being more susceptible to this. So that is actually news. Then they started trying to stop talking about it. Like, I don't know. It got released. They started talking about it. And then all of a sudden they put the kibosh on it and it went away. And no one's talking about what blood types are the most susceptible to COVID. But it is something that has been linked and i think it was like uh was it a a and oh something like that it, it was like a blood types. I, I, I think o is less susceptible a, yeah that's right a is more b is just like uh, average yeah the a is the most like like that's a thing so that is scientific is this like the blue-eyed blonde or brown-eyed uh child test like if you have a certain blood type do you get to wear less masks Nobody gets to wear less masks, lady. <laughs> no one. Not even if you've already had it. And everyone oh, gets the Just more masks. It, everyone starts with one mask. You actually have to double you go your from masks. There. That's the thing. Dude, yes. when, when there was a doctor, it was like on CBS talking about you should probably wear four masks. I almost <laughs> lost my shit. Like, it, it was just too much for me. It was. That's how we have to react, Howie. We have to react by laughing hysterically. That's the one thing we have. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. That I'm guy was serious. first in line for the anal swabs. That's all we have left is our laughter. We have to laugh at the absurdity. And if we don't, that's we're. We should we're just start taping masks to our back of our jeans so what happened it, to goggles in my workplace we have to, we had to for a while now we've had to wear masks like in the common areas or like when you're in a meeting but not when you're sitting I have to wear a mask where, if i'm remotely on the campus so now we have to wear a mask like all day at work and i'm like why after a year are they doing this now when they're like vaccinating everybody at work too and it's like oh it's because of the biden mask oh because it's not about thing. that is that it, why? it's well no <laughs> biden's new like masks policy whatever like we need to comply with that so i thought that was just transportation is that workplaces federal buildings i'm a contractor federal mandate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah good no good man no good what a downer i I know i shouldn't be doing contract work for the government i understand that (laughs) it's okay i have to someone else is going to take that job you're not going to vote for them to keep your job through the government so i say get your paper exactly i'd rather have howie in that job than you know that's right than somebody who would vote to keep it i'm just a sister (laughs) um angela i would like to hear a lion's liberty tale from you do you have one But I'm gonna I'm gonna do I guess a favorite moment like in or maybe person. like a yeah first time you favorite, met me and Brian favorite, it doesn't need to be a favorite moment in person was I think all of us being uh, disappointed at Tulsi Gabbard's uh, appearance in person oh, yeah. <laughs> on the West we had Side. A whole LA crew there <laughs> at Tulsi's. Appearance. Why were we there? That was dumb. I actually don't know. It was I Pablo's know. fault. Pablo was he 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 briefly drank the Kool Aid. 
And he thought Tulsi Gabbard's anti-war. Pablo Serrato, possibly listening now. Love the guy. Yep. Yep. Uh, hi, Pablo. I think We're making he would fun even of you. He was overexcited about about Tulsi. Just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we all get overexcited. You know, a lot of people in this yeah. thing Especially probably voted for Gary Johnson. You know, like it happens. But uh, the, yeah, that the, was a the time when he wasn't running with Weld. I did, but not. I couldn't do it when he ran with Weld. I miss Orange Man. <laughs> you miss the orange man. Remember when people were just mad about one guy? Actually, I miss Dude, him. now that he's gone, no. I, I have to like settle for so Marge Retailer yeah. Green's like Twitter to like laugh at people. There's a large orange hole in my you know heart. the saddest part. He doesn't even <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's no there's no press talking we... crap every day about what the president's doing. It's really weird. The vacuum is so strange. Boring. There's no it, news. No, no it's news scary though, because since he's gone, now they come after us. Yeah. yeah. You think Trump's ever going to get his Twitter account back? Nope. No? no. You think he's permabanned? I think yeah. so, yeah. I think he's permabanned. We're supposed to be happy I about mean, it, right? That's not smart, but the, I mean, they would be, they would, a better business decision would be to allow him on. That's how they made all their money. That's how they got so many people. Like, if you, I signed in without signing in once. I went to Twitter just to see what would happen if I didn't have an account and it wasn't following anybody. And it was every one of them was like market watch and Trump. That's all that showed up in my feed. Just Trump, 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 Trump. And I was like, holy moly. So he made them money. He, it, this, that's why I'm like, this decision is really a strange one. I, I don't think it's um, to make people, I, I, who's pulling the strings there? Because Twitter wouldn't do that if it was a good business decision. So it's why? Not, yeah, I was saying that last show. It's like, how much of this is like the Top CEOs down. of Twitter's fault and how much is this is yeah. pressure people leaning on him to do certain things because it's like either you do what we say or you're fucked. I, I had you a know? conversation yeah. with with a with a person. I, I think I can actually talk about this one. If I get mm-hmm. sued tomorrow, we'll find out. But I had, I had a conversation in my in my old job with somebody from Twitter. and I basically asked them, how do you project that you'll continue to bring in advertisers if you're constantly banning people for very obvious reasons like let's not be let's not play coy here like you're you're disenfranchising majority in the market we weren't even talking politics it was like in september october and he just started laughing and like the joker from the dark knight he was like it's not about the money and that was the most honest answer I think I'd ever gotten from anyone from that company because when you look at Dorsey I mean Twitter doesn't actually make a profit like they really don't, and I'm not saying this based off their their stock. The but yeah, yeah like it, to it's see how they would. Yeah, like like Cash App uh, and all the other payment processors and stuff. That's what actually makes Dorsey money. Twitter is just what it is. It's a it's a it's a social weapon. Like they don't care whether or not they make a profit. There's no data mining. Like there is a Facebook. There yeah, is, but not. But it's a different extent. Okay. Not nearly as many employees. They don't have nearly as much overhead as, as Facebook or definitely not Google. And they're a, they're a, Jack Dorsey's like head of legal counsel is the one who pulls a lot of the strings and makes the decisions. I don't remember her name. It's an Indian American attorney. So, and that's not the kind of person who should be driving your business model. You know, your legal department shouldn't be driving your business model, but she's definitely driving a political agenda. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it's a total, it's a social weapon. Yeah. Yeah. So when they went after Trump, I mean, yeah, they they may have been going after like 88 million people as a result of that. I think everyone here has been 
uh, you know, impacted negatively at some point by Twitter, whether for their personal account or a business account or something. But it's at the point where, um, you know, it's it's it, it's pat it's past this understanding of there might there might be good intentions there. And while all these people were laughing at Trump, it's like, it's just a matter of time, man. Like the Lincoln Project people um, who were going after children and stuff like that. Like now, since Trump is gone and Orange Man has disappeared, it's like they they think that they're going to keep their Washington Post contributorships and they think that they're going to continue to be brought on as a token conservative on MSNBC. No, now they're being targeted. They've been hit three times by the New York Times since last Tuesday, twice by the Washington Post, 17 times by CNN, and only once by MSNBC. The scale just goes on. No one can exist anymore. The left left will eat their own, even the ones on the right. who I I follow a lot of communists, and and liberals get the wall, too. They do. It's the red pill, blue pill thing. It has nothing to do with ideology. Nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. quite literally nothing. Like, I I can relate more to a complete communist that understands that the narratives are told to them than I can a a quote-unquote pure libertarian that doesn't fucking get that. Which mm-hmm. is not even possible with an exaggeration, but I, I, I can relate more to, to a red pilled person who doesn't agree with my politics than a blue pilled person who agrees with my politics in theory, because it's all in theory. Mm-hmm. I think everyone here has been called a fake libertarian, so who is pure? That me. Nobody. Only Ryan Lindsay is. <laughs> no one has ever called me that. <laughs> I'm going to have to sign off here in a minute, or maybe we're ending soon. I don't I know. I think but... we're ending soon, so stay on because I would like to do this. Is probably the most people I've had on. My favorite memory of Lines <laughs> of Liberty. <laughs> That's actually the entire show has been based around waiting for Dan's favorite memory. I, actually, wait, hold on. Before I Dan speaks, him. I want to hear him. I have one, one request from Dom Sedoti. Oh, jeez. How do you <laughs> feel about the Federal Reserve? <laughs> <laughs> my position hasn't changed i don't talk about it quite as much i think i lost a lot of uh a lot of friends not because they disagree but just because they were tired of seeing me post about it and talk about it um it uh yeah definitely definitely it's does the awakening Dom. yeah yeah, yeah. so all right yeah. bitcoin you have to shed, you have to shed the yeah <laughs> and embrace the name yeah no i i feel similar about it but if, if i could interject because i gotta get going for sure um you're on like, Multiple hours beyond when I thought you'd be on. So I'm, this is all bonus yeah. to me, Dom. All right, good, good. Uh, my favorite moment is a lot quite as um, righteous or altruistic as all your guys. My favorite Lines of Liberty moment was the impromptu Lines of Liberty convention in Vegas on eight hours notice. Before it was known as a Lions of Liberty convention. That was amazing. Uh, it wasn't not known as Lions. It was just a Liberty convention. Well, it was, I don't Liberty think, was in there I'm somehow. It was sure branded. It existed at the time. Really? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so that was my favorite memory. It was very selfish, um, but it was it was, no, uh, it, was the, awesome. it was the essence of liberty, really. So, congratulations. Really seed. Uh, yeah. So maybe we are those. Maybe we are those shallow douchebags that uh, really thought we were, at least yeah, back we then. But maybe I'm that sorry. was the trip. No, I, I there's some credence. Double down, Rayleigh. Double what down. I'm saying. <laughs> Definitely um, some credence. Yeah. <laughs> she's not. She's not wrong. Exactly. There's something there. Um, but there, yeah, right. It's right. But there's obviously been a lot of maturity since then, and um, I think I think she hit on the nose with the empathy, and uh, yeah. JB said it beautifully. And it was great to see you guys. And uh, I can't believe there's 500. Congratulations! And I hope I'll be back it, in the next five to ten years as well. I'm We're done with kids, so we'll see. <laughs> All right, man. Sounds good. good. See you, Don. You oh, yeah. go with them. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Good seeing you. All right. Take care. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Bye. So who's left? Who Dan, you want to tell us about Marilyn Manson? Oh, Kinda. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll share my, my memory nothing. before before Mark passes out. We should do that. Uh, yeah, my my first memories are, well, Donald Trump got me interested in politics, and I that made me quickly realize that I wasn't a Republican anymore, and that's how I found libertarianism, and then started searching up libertarian podcasters and found y'all, and... Uh, uh, yeah, eventually started doing graphic design work for you and started my own podcast. Mark, you gave me some good pointers at the beginning and I four even... Four shitty tips. You gave me four shitty tips, yes, but I, I also just uh, mirrored That's everything that you were doing anyway. Four shitty tips. <laughs> I want to hear about Marilyn Manson. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> so I, I met... He's been accused of a thing or two. I went to see them. I've seen them many times. So I saw it, it was Meryl Manson and Corn opened up for Danzig. This was in like maybe like '95, and it was awesome. I met their drummer Ginger Fish and their guitarist Daisy Berkowitz. They signed my Satanic Army shirt, which I was wearing and lost when I went to jail in a cheerleading uniform, <laughs> which sucked. But um, I've been a huge Marilyn Manson fan all these years, and I hearing these rumors. Come I've out, always liked Marilyn Manson. It's well. like. Uh, I, it's not. I don't disbelieve these rumors. He seemed like these things could <laughs> probably have happened, but he always seemed like a kind of like thoughtful, intelligent guy. And but I have to remember their allegations because also his ex-wife Dudevanti said, "Well, I never had an uh, incident like that with him." And his other ex, um, Rose McGowan, said, "I didn't either, but I still believe these women what they're saying." And you know, maybe she's right. He is kind of fucked up, dude. So I don't know. I don't know. But if when their ex-bassist Twiggy got me too, and he like kicked him out of the band and like trashed him immediately. If he was guilty of these things and he still did that, man, that's fucked up. But I don't know. I mean, but at the same time, doesn't that lead more toward the allegations being not true? If you know Twiggy would have like it's such a stupid name, would have like uh, <laughs> uh, called him out or my something. Favorite. <laughs> I used to have a picture of my wallet. <laughs> I, I don't. Marilyn Manson isn't a nice guy. Yeah. I, that's Nobody's surprised by the allegations in any way, which is the saddest no. part. <laughs> yeah, not really. I don't think anyone's like, come on. Great. Really? Someone right. said that? Are you sure? I've seen some people. I've, I move in the heavy metal circles, and I've seen some uh, very, very and fake I'm not, people. I'm not um, convicting him at all. I mean, I, no, grew, I, but... I grew up loving his music. He might be totally innocent. But I didn't, yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up. Johnny Depp. I didn't grow up loving his music because I'm a heavy metal snob, but uh, I think I grew up understanding that Marilyn Manson was probably not great boyfriend material. I don't well, know. Yeah, that's probably, that's, <laughs> that's probably true no matter what. How could we have ever known? <laughs> I mean, there's a, such a huge age discrepancy. I'm not saying that's always. There's not a one-size-fits-all rule, but it can get exploitive when somebody is in their 40s with somebody who's a teenager. Well, okay? who is 36 and wants to have a serious relationship with an 18-year-old? Who can stand it? Mary King. Yeah, mm. you're, you're not wrong. It's, it's and what, what are they there for? And maybe it's just about power. Money. Because narcissists, you think he was in it for the money? I think they were in it for the money. 
I'm sure she was. I'm sure that's exciting. Now I'm a victim blamer. Yeah. Um, who you knows? Know. Shame yeah. on you, Marilyn Manson, for being a bastard, but uh, you should know better. And where were her parents? Oh. oh, her parents, they were like Hollywood types, so they didn't think anything of it. Exactly. So they, just, they probably pushed it. They, exactly. They pimped her. I'm sorry. Where are the probably. parents? That's All right. Gross. As, a, yeah. as a mother, like, I can't control what my 18-year-old daughter would do at 18. But, you know, because I'd put in the time and the work ahead of time, my daughter wouldn't do that at 18. Yeah. yeah, I you can't control, you but yeah, you can influence us. and you can influence right. leading up to that. Twitter point. account, cocky mom. Oh, yeah, I am too. <laughs> that was good. That was like full confidence, but also very motherly. It was, it was everything we needed. So, right. this is our I life advice don't date Marilyn Manson and don't groom your children to date Marilyn Manson. Don't even, don't even talk to him, actually. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I could talk to him. Right? I'm going to talk to him if I see Okay, you can talk to him. How he's allowed. How he's allowed to talk to Marilyn Manson. No, not I'm not going to have sex with him now. There you go. Oh, Howie, well, only you brought that up. <laughs> whatever you do, you don't, have, true, don't ask, don't tell. And it's okay if you do. Live anyway. your truth, Howie. Another memory I have is of Howie being at Porkfest and watching, trying to film Howie arguing with Nick Sarwark and not realizing it's Nick Sarwark. <laughs> and uh, like then Nick Sarwark telling me to put the camera down and not to film him several times. But oh. <laughs> um, did you? you have that footage. Dude, I oh, we'll do this live. That. Dude, he, I was arguing with him, and he said something like, "This is like some bullshit Nick Sarwark would say." Like, uh, you, you do realize I'm Nick Sarwark, right? And, and how he legitimately didn't know it was Nick Sarwark. That's, That's the best part. Nick and I have gone toe to toe on Twitter a few times. He's and that um, is actually why I will defend Nick Sarwark to this day in not anything he says or thinks, as a just a dude. He, you def- he took he took Howie's criticism and and still. Had a fucking fun night and was a nice dude everybody, to everybody that night. Yeah, he hung out, politics, hung out most politics, of the week. Politics outside. He was totally fine. I, I did apologize and, and, the next day. Were you sober? Know, and the, the next day. Well, well I, I apologize because I had no idea what I said or what. It's actually not that bad. No. Like, if you analyze it, this sounds like some bullshit Nick Sarwark would say. So, A, you're telling him he's on brand. So that's great. <laughs> okay. Um, B, it's so uh, he knows that people think what he says is bullshit and he continues to do it on purpose. It's working for him again on brand. I feel like you did everything. I was right. arguing against like going to war with Venezuela, by the way. And so everyone knows. And he, really? he was arguing for it. That's also well, at least supporting Guaido and like getting involved. Thank you Ray, for telling me some bullshit. Okay, yeah. Raylene, when, when America elects a libertarian president, they would be stupid not to make you their press secretary. <gasps> that's amazing Ooh. thank you unfortunately it'll never happen i would probably say no i don't want to be famous Dan, do you still i want to podcast but i don't want to be famous <laughs> you could podcast during the meetings okay all right guys CNN i have to end the show because i've been on this for two and a half hours but i would like to i think this is the best moment considering the number of people that are on now for a very big group effort live long and live free so what i'm going to try to do oh boy do a big, I'm going to do a live long, and then when you feel, it's gotten to the point. Hopefully you all will feel the timing well enough to know when to say, <laughs> and live free. And if not, that's okay, too. I usually do two Mississippis in Because that's part of the chime. So <laughs> that's fine. Two Mississippis. If we want to make that standard, I'm okay with that. But I am going to get off this call in the next two minutes, and I am drunk, and I am going to ask for this to happen before I do. 
So that being said, everybody, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, everybody who's appeared, everyone who's hopped in, everyone who's hopped in, hopped out, hopped in, hopped on, hopped off, off in, whatever. You guys all know that I can't even say the word guys because that's how drunk. <laughs> thank you, Liberty Jesus. So therefore, I thank you all, and I ask you to join me in asking the universe He's to so grant pretty. us all the permission. And live. Say those oh, terms. Leroy Jenkins. And one more. One more. Live long and live free. At the end of the day, that will all come together. Thank you.